Ladies and gentlemen, and children of all confused genders, it's the ShamWow Guy Show. Hey, it's Vince Offer. I helped revolutionize how you watched TV commercials. Now I'm gonna do the same thing with my new show called the ShamWow Guy Show. Ideas, innovation always makes things better. They're gonna make life easier and people will love each other again. <laughs> I'm saving the world. All right, slap wow, let's go. Uh, see ya. We're going to want celebrities to come come in, and we're going to want um, inventors, journalists, influencers, and regular right. people. Because I don't think anybody knows, or, or most people don't know. You know, a little bit of the backstory. You know, you're the Sham Wow guy. You, oh, know, yeah. you were all over TV. You couldn't turn on a TV in what 2010 through 2015 or whatever it was without mm -hmm. you know Sham Wow, Slap Chop, mm -hmm. Crank Chop, Sticky. They remember you. You know, um, but there was yeah. a lot to that story besides just the commercials. Well, I had a movie called the Underground Comedy Movie, which was in the podcast trailer. The Hollywood elites banned my movie, probably because they played an Italian guy selling a meat sauce. We eliminate the beef in the sauce for fetuses. Provisions from the hospital will guarantee us uh, mutilated fetuses. We're a kosher restaurant. Or maybe I was banned for the other scene where I played a black guy. JJ Cool J. JJK Cool. What's up? Thong. Are you to be on the show, motherfucker? Yeah, I killed a KKK member, so we're all good, right? That was a movie I did, and I thought it was kind of cutting edge and, and edgy, and we had, I wanted hey, wait, to make what, what year was that? That was made in 1995. Right. And uh, I made that movie, uh, okay, 1988, I was doing comedy skits on, on uh, public access. This was kind of like the YouTube back then. Public access where you, where you can send your videos in and people would show it on TV, on local TV. Yeah, yeah. So um, we would uh, air that, and then I got a call from In Living Color, Tamara Rowett, the producer. She said, you can come in and see, you can meet Keenan, Keenan Ivory Wayans. And I was like, you know, my 20s. I'm like, whoa, this is cra crazy. In Living Color was a big show uh, on channel on Fox uh, with Keenan and Jim Carrey. And they, she asked me to write a bunch of skits. So I, did, I, I wrote a skit called Homie Alone. They never produced it on, on the air for Living Color. So I thought, oh, why don't I just make a movie, a skit movie on skit some of the comedy, stuff. Skit comedy, yeah. Skit movie. And the, the last movie that was really strong, that had a strong comedy uh, and a lot of influence was Kentucky Fried Movie, written by the Zucker Brothers. That was Brothers. a classic, yeah, I remember that. What was interesting about Kentucky Fried Movie, they had a lot of strong comedy, but they also had gross out humor, kind of intertwined. And no one, uh, within that, like I said, you gotta look at it within the context of that time. In the, in the 90s, no one was doing strong comedy with that kind of humor. So I thought I'll do that, and I thought, I, I thought if I can get some celebrities to, to join in, that could, uh, possibly make it a little more mainstream. So and you was, did have celebrities. Yeah, I that, did. That cast had some big celebrities, I, I, right? I, I, yeah, I had Slash from Guns N' Roses. He right. played the Miss America Bag Lady pageant. We had like skits like Dick Man Fights Lesbians. <laughs> we had Things You'll Never See, Supermodels, Taking a Dump. You know, uh, we can probably show a clip of that. Taking a Dump. <laughs> What happened was I knew I had to get a, 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 like a bigger A celebrity. So I'm, at, I'm, I'm just out in Hollywood recruiting, trying to recruit some people. And I saw Guy Osari from Maverick Records and he's out there in Chateau Marmont. Next, there was a, a room next to Chateau Marmont and that's where his party was. And I'm just like walking by, he goes, Vince. I'm like, yeah, you're the guy who did the public access show in the 80s. I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah, I used to watch that when I was a kid. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I manage Madonna. And all of a sudden I see Adam Sandler walking by, mm. saying goodbye to him. Hey, happy birthday. I'm like, huh? Oh, it's his birthday. And Leo DiCaprio is driving by on, on the street and wait, uh, waving to <laughs> driving him. Driving by, no, no. <laughs> yeah, driving by. With, of course, his, no, uh, his model entourage. <laughs> Waving, like screaming out. I'm like, oh, okay. So uh, I, I, I pitched them. I say, look, I got a, a movie. It's like 70% done. And I want to get some A celebrities. Can I give you the movie and you can show it around and let me know if anybody's interested. What did you have? You had that movie was already cut or you had some some clips of it? Some clips and it was kind of cut and we didn't finish a lot of other skits. So we wanted to re recruit some other celebrities. And he was friends with Ben Stiller. He said he's going to show it around. I'm like, okay. Two months later, I see Ben Stiller and Stephen Dorff at a, a party. I went up to him and said, hey, how'd you guys like the movie? Did you see it? Oh, we loved it. We loved it. I'm like, okay, cool. Fast forward three years later, mm. uh, I see it on something about Mario, like 10 scenes from my film that were kind of novel from like a cookie scene to semen in a movie that, that's never been done in a, in a, in a comedy before, uh, which, which, you know, Dick Man. Fights lesbians. Yeah. Well, that cookie scene, you know, the the scene in underground comedy with uh, Joey Buttafuoco. Yeah, right. That that was uh, almost identical. It's kind of to me. It's like the finger. You know how a criminal leaves fingerprints. Yeah, no, I, that is literally the exact same scene. Yeah. So to me, that's their fingerprint. Sonny, go get us some milk and cookies. That's the milk and cookies. Yes, again. No, it's fine. I'll go get them. Go get them. Vinny, you want them? I'll go get them. Oh no, I just ate at the, at the airport. I ate them. Yeah, you sure? Yeah. I have no problem going in and getting them for you. No, but thanks, no, though. Thanks. Sure, it's fine. I'll go get them for you. We, we made some good stuff. Let me go in. No, no, really. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I'll take care of it. Vinny, what do you want? We got, we got, we got Oreos. We got uh, vanilla cookies. We got chocolate chip cookies. Godmother. I think she just made them. We got everything's fresh. Um, I have some Oreos. I made the chocolate chip. He just told you. Oh, okay. I, I made it myself. I have some chocolate chips. You chip. said you want Oreos. I mean, uh, you see, Gamma, they make chocolate chips. I have some chocolate chips. Get them the chocolate chips. I'll go get them the chocolate chips. I'll be back. But if you want to bring some Oreos, this time. <sighs> I'm going to kill you. What do you want? You want something else? Mm -hmm. No. Come on, you want something to eat? Mm -hmm. Not hungry. No? Okay. You sure? Yeah. You want a, like a cookie? No. Yeah. Something like that? Honey, we got cookies. Um, no, we don't, but, but yeah, I could bake some. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, don't bake any. No, that's a oh, good no. idea. Why don't you run in and bake some? Bake some uh, Toll Houses. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, chocolate chip or butterscotch? Let's go with the chocolate chip. Okay, good. Okay. Really, good. you don't... It's, no, it's no, fine. No. That's good. Really? She loves this kind Really? Yeah. They're decent writers. They're Fairly Brothers. But, like, even if you look at their Dumb and Dumber... Remember right. the tongue scene where where he's the the tongue was his it was stuck to the frozen yeah, pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was taken from Christmas Story. Right. In 1983. This is nuts. This is silly. Let me help you. Mm -hmm. Yes, it'll only hurt for a moment, mm -hmm. like a bandaid. Mm -hmm. They may have actually taken that, that on purpose, though. I mean, that's that's a classic. Yeah, but I mean, but they borrowed that. Right. And that's a novel scene, right? So the thing is, my movie hasn't come out. Yeah, I'm still making it. And they saw the movie. Right, that's, that's they different. told me that's, that's different. They told me directly. Ben Stiller told me directly that he that he saw it, and and then, uh, but he wrote a letter that he didn't. And I I couldn't fight that in court. I I didn't have the kind of money, and I was just getting off my cult phase. Ben, come on the show. Come on the show. Well, you know what? It's good to get it out because otherwise, you know, down the road later. In the afterlife, it's it's going to be a lot more reparations and uh, redemption. It's a lot better now. You do it in real life, and you're going to feel better. But how'd you sell that? How'd you sell that movie? I always like that story. I mean, uh, you know, 
That, All right, the, so the, everybody knows ShamWow and your commercials. So the scenes were so it in, in your nicely. face, in your face. All the critics call, said it was the worst movie ever made. Maybe you can put, we'll put some of those up. <laughs> the worst movie ever made. I'm like, oh, well, the worst movie. People want to see the worst movie, um, but they, the critics are, are very calculative. They're, you know, they're very. I didn't. I didn't. I thought they were conservative right wingers, but they're not. They're like the opposite. They're very woke, and woke do not like to be made fun of. They don't like fashion. When I, you know, I made fun of fashion with, with the models, and uh, I, I was I was a black guy, and I shoot a KKK member. They don't like me being black. Yeah. There's a lot of things against their ideology. So they ripped me just because of those ideology, not because the movie's not funny. And then they said it wasn't funny. I'm like, whoa, they're just lying out of their mouth. Vince and Jeff, the director, producer of that Joey Buttafuoco movie, The Underground Comedy, want to respond to the horrible reviews <laughs> that they have just received. Oh, they have a defense? They have a defense. People say they should be arrested. Maybe we should get their location. Vince, Jeff, I always admire anyone who tries to make a movie, but I got to tell you something. Never what? seen reviews. I've never seen reviews like this are you nervous about the reviews no it's happening right because, because people are going in there and going oh my god why did they write such a terrible review can i tell you something i was shocked they even reviewed it oh. <laughs> do you know if you add up all of your reviews it's still zero stars <laughs> you know how remarkable that is they even say they even accuse you of saying yeah, that your lawsuit against something about mary is irresponsible they say there's no way that you two I mean, did you read these reviews? Oh, yeah. They're funnier in L.A. They're funnier in L.A. Right. It's the worst movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, we've, we've managed to make the worst movie ever made. They said that, that you guys should be arrested. <laughs> that you've committed a crime. That you committed a crime by making this movie. <laughs> Against the conservatives. Absolutely. I see. So you're, you're choosing to say it is a movement afoot to censor you in a way and blockade your great humor from being... Uh, you got, well, they, don't want, they don't want the kids to know about this stuff. They're trying to hide the movie. A comedy movie makes one wonder, how can the war crimes tribunal indict Slobodan Milosevic, but let Vince Offer still walk the streets? You actually made the, re the, the reviewers, you've made them so angry they're calling for war crimes. I'll tell you why. It pushes their buttons. People are coming out of it, the movie theater saying it's the funniest movie they've ever seen. And then these reviewers say the opposite. But that gave me the impetus to go out and create a trailer mm. for the movie that we promoted on St. Mark's here in New York. And people would go to the theater and in the, street. In the yeah. street you promoted we'd it. Show, right? we, we, yeah, exactly. Right, and we right, showed right. it to. Kids on the street, and then they go, we fill up the theater. On a little DVD player. And the theater couldn't believe that we sold out because we had the worst reviews. But they, the theater still canceled us because they, they, they didn't want to go against New York Times. Right. But I got to give it to Lamy Sunset 5 in uh, Hollywood. They let us continue promoting it. So so we would show the trailer because the trailer was real strong. Maybe we can show the trailer here on the, on yeah, the uh, show. Put it in. I am the one causing the trouble here. From the writer who brought you the lawsuit. Uh, yeah, that's give a good. thumbs up, you know, in the words of Michael Jackson. <laughs> against the writers of There's Something About Mary. Now brings you. Oh, not now, honey. Not now. The original. <laughs> With things you'll never see. Supermodels taking a dump. Welcome to the What's Up.
talk show. Unbelievably offensive. How I you to be on the show, mother... <laughs> With Gina Lee Nolan. Armageddon's Michael Clark Duncan. I'm a virgin, okay? Slash. And Joey Buttafuoco. Get him the cookies already, what are you doing? He said he didn't want the cookies. Get the cookies. I'll go get the cookies. Well, I'll go in and get them now. The Underground Comedy Movie. That trailer got people to go to the movie theater, and that gave me the idea, like, oh, why don't we just throw the 800 number at the end of the trailer and see if people buy the DVD, and, and they put did. it on TV. And we put it on Comedy Central from 11 to 2, and that's how I got in the infomercial business. Right, so that was before any commercials. Right. After that- You never did a commercial before that. No, never did. That was on for a year. Uh, on Comedy Central, and we got a distributor, and I got my money back. We're gonna put it out on this channel too, the Shanwa guy. So definitely subscribe. We're gonna put it out for free. Here's the thing, that got me into the infomercial business, and that's, and I, I made, I was only allowed to air it from 11 to two at night. So that's when I said, why don't I put something like more mainstream, like a product that I can put on every channel, so it can be on every day on every channel, and that's how I came up with the Shanwa guy, uh, the Shanwa. Right, right, right. And from there, uh, it was a big hit, and I noticed people liked that aggressive style. But you had sold the the Sham Wows, what, at Swap Meets, right? You sold them in Yeah, person I sold them Swap the Meets. Like, yeah, you had some sort of a right. background in it. Yeah, and I was- nothing on TV. Yeah, I sold it at flea markets, and I, you know, at, at first I was like, okay, let me be like, polite. Like, hi guys, can I show you how this works? And um, people come over, and sometimes they wouldn't come over, but if I was a little aggressive, like, hey, let me show you how this works, get over here. I'm like, huh? Yeah, don't worry about your wife. She's gonna buy another fur coat you don't need. Get over here, <laughs> you know, or or reverse. If the husband doesn't want to come over, oh, he's gonna buy another power tool you don't need. Right. Let me show you how you this works for the, the kid. Yeah, I gotta read the room. So, so that worked. I noticed that aggressive New York style. So I turned it up, you know, and uh, it worked. And then that's kind of how I. That's how the style is. I wish I had that much energy in terms of uh, like uh, like a Trump or or a Stern or even you. You have that. Right. I don't know that. about that energy, but it's interesting. We were just talking about that earlier, yeah. right? Um, that 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 sham wow and that energy and that commercial, you know, that created this whole you're considered, you know, the goat as far as any kind of marketing. Like, oh, like, sham wow guy could sell me anything. You could sell, you know, uh, cigarettes to the Surgeon General. And then we were just talking about that. We saw that clip that Ben Shapiro put out. Oh. What you know, uh, a bunch of years back, oh, where yeah. he's talking about the you know ShamWow guy for president, and he was comparing you to uh, Trump at that oh, time when right. he was running. Yeah, yeah, right. How you know, and he plays a clip of, yeah. of the commercial, right? He right. plays a clip of you selling the ShamWow, and he mm -hmm. do this and that, and then he plays a clip side by side of Trump. You know, at, at some uh, engagement where he's talking about selling Trump water and Trump steaks. Right. Doesn't trip. Doesn't make a mess. Wring it out. You wash it in the washing machine. It's Made amazing. You know, okay, so ShamWow guy. That was the ShamWow guy, right? A guy who's basically a, a television marketing guru. He's a guy who sells you crap. Here is the Republican presidential frontrunner last night after winning a bunch of delegates and well on his way to the nomination, Donald Trump, the ShamWow guy. Here we go. We sell water, and we have water 
And it's a very successful, you know, it's a private little water company, and I supply the water for all my places, and it's good, but it's very good. Trump steaks. Where are the steaks? Do we have steaks? We have Trump steaks. Okay, so there's Donald Trump doing the ShamWow routine. There's Trump water. There's Trump wine. There's Trump steaks. And he said he was going to give people Trump steaks, and he's giving away free Trump. Okay. Yeah, and he's becoming like, like he's in everybody's head. I think right. he, I, I think I, I can see why the left hates him because you know he's probably destroyed so many hearts. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the hate, right? It probably killed more people than World War II. Have another sponsor. We have another sponsor. This is crazy. Okay, the <laughs> other sponsor is from my company called Shampoo. Are you ready, guys? Here's some coffee. Now this is for uh, the car. Matt, tell me about this. Here's some here's some uh, coffee. Right, this is our ShamPow, which is a special twist loop weave microfiber with the ShamWow on the border, made to dry your car, the entire car in less than 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. Just to show how absorbent it is, you can use it on picnic tables, anywhere where you need to. Okay, let's go. Look how fast it works. Voila. All right. Yes, that works. Okay. Like All right. So uh, we're going to get what? $10 off? Yeah, same thing. Go to uh, ShamWowGuyShow.com. Um, $10 off any order or your entire order with the code Vince. Uh, when you check out. That just reminded me of when uh, in what? the commercial, what? in the shampoo commercial, when you're like, I do the cutting. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cut, I do the oh, cutting. Oh, the inventor. The inventor was trying to direct me what yeah, to yeah, do, yeah. and then uh, I, I got mad at him. Let's show a clip no, of that. No, that was funny. No problem for the shampoo. Why are you saying cut? Let me handle the cut. Come on. It looks like shit. Okay, not, then handle it afterwards. Afterward, we're not focusing on that. I do the cutting. Oh, no problem for the shampoo. Windshield too. Hasta la vista, baby. Look how good that dry towel works. Dude, you gotta be quiet. Yeah, so anyway, about that movie. So this is the flyer we used to, uh, on St. Mark's, we used to promote this flyer. It's uh, the underground comedy movie, and it has supermodels taking a dump. Right. And we used to be, and we used to say, on St. Mark's, we used to say, in New York, we go, guys, this is Howard Stern's favorite movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, we lied. Right, I, that was like the uh, passes for clubs back in the day. And that's, yeah, and they were like, oh, really? And then we yeah, say, oh, yeah. And then after they see it, Wait, they go, the limelight? Where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, then, <laughs> but then we showed them the trailer. We had a little mini DV player. Yeah, yeah. So at the, end of the back, my, my, I had a little pitch. I had like a, a Donna of the Dead, which, by the way, it, it is a real dead lady. We did have a real dead lady in the movie. That was the cadaver in the movie? Yeah, it was real, we, we worked. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. And then we have uh, Dick Man. Now. There's no way you can't do that now. You can't do that now. You can't. But we'll show a picture later. Is that wrong? No, but Dick, well, she's we're keeping her alive after the, right. the her death, and then we got Dick Man fights lesbians. Yeah, that so was lesbians love that. That was actually very yeah, funny. Very the LGBTQ. I don't know. They're very, very politically right right now. That was and, funny. Yeah, and then oh, uh, this big scene we always say oh, and oh, so good, oh, so good, and Michael Clark Duncan, the big guy from the Green Mile. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. in the Gay Virgin. So there's no such. He thing. He was with the mouse, right, Mr. Mr. Jingles. Oh, yeah, no, it's a different guy. Was no, 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 no. That was big, a different guy. That's a guy. No, he no, was the big guy. Yeah, the big yeah. guy. So he was like. Uh, we hired, uh, maybe we show a clip, of, maybe they'll have some behind the, the, the scene. He scared the hell out of us when he came in. Man, how dare you? I'm saving myself to someone special. Dude, come on, man. You're a man, I'm a man. I said, I'm saving myself for that someone special and that show in the fuck ain't you. So we gave him a sad card and, and you know, and we of course have the inappropriate comedy, which stars Ari Shafir, Theo Vaughn that came after that. So when I made all that money that in the champ, that was a bigger cast than that. Yeah, Rob Schneider was in that. Lindsay Lohan. Right. 
So when I made underground comedy, I did that low budget. But then when I came became the Shamrock guy, I had like twenty million dollars in the bank, and I had nothing. I didn't know. I, I just came out of a cult. I didn't know what to do with all that money. So I said, "Oh, I'll just make a movie." But I didn't want to be in it. Like I said, I'm shy naturally. So I just threw a lot of stars on. I put a lot of movie stars in it. But again, the woke left hates this kind of humor because it makes fun of them. They lose some of that power, some of that ecstasy. So they, Wait, I back, am, that's back up a little bit. Back up that, a little yeah. bit to the um, to the sham wow, right? And to selling. Mm-hmm. How, how did you ever even come up with selling, you know, shammies? Like where'd that come from? All right. So in the 80s, I was just going out a little bit, uh, you know, hitting the clubs a little bit. And there was a group of Swedish models that came from Sweden and – Luckily, one of the guys looks exactly like me. <laughs> His name was Dan Bloom. And I mean, he has a picture here when I was younger. I That's how I used to look, right? GQ Vince. GQ, but, but I looked very Swedish. Um, but anyway, I looked just like him. So girls would come up to me, because I was still a little shy, but they go, aren't you uh, the Swedish guy? I'm like, yeah. You know, I didn't deny it or I didn't disavow it. But, uh, you know, yeah, maybe I will. Well, I'm maybe Swedish in the past. I met them finally, and they and I well, told them the story. Doing? Those guys were already selling a, a chamois. Yeah, so those guys, the Swedish guys, were already selling stuff in the in the markets, and I didn't have a job. Uh, and they said, "Hey, you wanna you wanna work for us? Because you, you you know you're hanging out with us now." I'm like, "Okay." And then I started selling the cheese grater at the flea markets, just a the, the just cheese. a little grater. But I was so excited to work for that. I didn't have a. I couldn't get a job. I think I hit like seventy five. Restaurant. I wanted to be and a waiter. And you were a kid. Well, you you were twenty years old. I was old. in my twenties. I was. Yeah. I, I wanted to be a waiter, and and everybody said no. So there's an example. Like every time someone says no, something good happens at the end. So anyway, that's how I got into selling product at flea markets, and then from there, I got better at it. And you know, you practice, and you get you get good at it, and you and you realize, you know, as people walk by, you, you notice that some things work, some things don't, and then you you, you kind of go with what works, and the things that don't work. You don't do so. That's why how I became the goat in terms of like right. Well, the oh, comedy, practice. the comedy. That's where comedy starts because the comedy mixed into your commercials. That's what I always loved. I mean, you know. Yeah. So I wanted to wake people up. I don't know that you could say you know like in the shticky right problem with that shedding pussy. I don't think you could say that today. The word pussy, as long as you show a cat, is okay, and that's kind of like the whole the whole thing. If you show a cat, it's okay. Like right. my friend's name is Dick, but you, you know, <laughs> right. yeah, I don't know if that's okay. He might have to change his name. It's our first show, and guess what? Right. Sponsors. We, we need sponsors. Have, but we already have a, have a sponsor. The Sham Hoodie. Can you believe this? You know what's great about the Sham Hoodie? Look at this. You spill something? Take the Sham Hoodie. It's done. The Sham Hoodie's cool. And orange is everyone's wearing orange. Watch this. This happens to me all the time. This happened to me a few days ago, actually. Just going to destroy your iPhone? Voila. Boom. Done. Okay. That's why you get the, the Sham Hoodie. So go to the ShamWowGuyShow.com. Mm-hmm. Right, you can order any of the products on that show, especially the Sham Hoodie. And if you enter the code Vince, you're gonna get ten bucks off. Old lady walks across the street. Just Look take at it that. right off. Oh, miss, miss. Especially if you've got a nice date. Take this off. And put it on the street. The old, the old way. She'll just yeah. walk and, across and, it. And ShamWow was was uh, it gets brittle. This how come this isn't uh, this is soft? Right, the original Sham ShamWow is nice and is, really soft. It's hard, and this is a little softer. It's treated with a certain fab. Uh, mater- oh, it's got a uh, special treatment. Yeah, yeah ah. special treatment. So Very get nice. that, you get ten dollars off. Yeah, hit add the code on the bottom of the order. You can put the code Vince, and you will get ten dollars off your order. All right. Just to make things a little more clear, so this is the first movie I did called the Underground Comedy Show. It wasn't really a movie. It was just aired on. Public access. So there were skits that I was in, and like when I was in my early twenties. Learned a lot today from you. Uh, can you come back on the show? Okay, good. All right. Tomorrow we'll have a deaf mute on the show, and he'll be discussing his difficulties in life. And this is Vince Offer. Thank you. Hmm? 
this this is the deaf mute. And that's when In Living Color, Tamara Rara called me to write some skits. And then from there, I used those skits, some of those skits. And also, I had some extra money. I was selling things in the in the malls and I hired people to sell. Yeah, yeah. And then I made this movie. And, that made, and I was able to make the underground comedy movie. But again, this got me in trouble because the cult kicked me out, called me a criminal, uh, labeled me a criminal. So I was kicked out. And then the Fairley Brothers saw this movie and used a lot of material from it. There's a skit called... Uh, porno review where I critique porno, fake pornos. Yep. And Bobby Lee was a, a, an Asian character. Uh, yeah, that's a funny Called Sushi. <laughs> it's a funny scene. Yeah, he was Sushi Mama. Maybe we can show a clip of that. I give you combination lambada, forbidden dance, Hong Kong hustle, honky chicken, and my favorite, Peking duck, disco style. And of course, the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, look at my tiny Asian ass. <laughs> hey, George Michael, I want to be in your video. I can dance and I can sing and I got ideas and stuff. Oh, baby, I'm really good. He was unbelievable in underground comedy. I yeah, mean, Bobby Lee was hilarious. Yeah, he was. He did this thing with the underwear, and he, we went to a real porn set, but it was a, a fake porn. But anyway, so he did that, and then later on, the Fairley Brothers come out on David Letterman and do this thing with that Bobby Lee did. Okay, now they they took 10 scenes from my movie and now they're doing something on, the, on David Letterman. Okay, this is not okay. Younger or older brother? He's a year younger. There was something about Mary. The film went on to gross over $220 million. There's something about Mary became a cultural phenomenon. Created a lawsuit, but again, I, I just came out of the cult. So I was a little bit in a haze in terms of like court systems and everything that I was still a little bit of a cult member. I believe that there's a reason all this stuff happened to me in the 90s because it's I, I've been attacked by, I wouldn't say woke, but I was just attacked by a cult. I was attacked by Hollywood by the elites back then. And at that time, I was like in a deer in headlights. I didn't know what to do. But that's like what you say, you know, you're canceled before cancel culture was a thing. Right. And that's why I'm, I, I look at what's going on right now. It's like, oh, people are in a haze like I was because they're in fear. And, and they there's this fear veneer going on in their mind. And I'm like, oh, that's why they're not, there's no action. There's no like, like their kids getting sexualized or through transgender and they're not doing anything about it. I'm like, oh, that's how I was. I was like confused. So I think what's going on is, is that the woke left is trying to confuse everybody. All the isms know that to get to the youth. Once you get the youth, five, 10 years, they got a grasp on in their mind. Because really the principles at the beginning of youth are like anchors in their mind. Once you got the anchors in, they're stuck in that. You can you can give them as much logic as you want. They will never get out of that uh, Well, kids' mind prison. is like a sponge, you know? But it's like a prison, and that's why they want to get in there early. That's why they're fighting on this hill about transgender. It's just another way. Look, the world cannot go up to kids and say, here's homosexual. They can't go up to seven-year-olds talk about homosexuality. But they can go up to them and talk about transgender if they can convince the parents, like, hey, the kid's confused. Maybe he's a girl, maybe he's a boy. And the parents don't know what to do. So they're in fear of being called homophobic and canceled. 
they know also to jump on the bandwagon because George Floyd, the optics of George Floyd, a, a white guy on a black, a black strong black guy, that's optic is like devastating to to like look at, but it's not so much racist as it is abuse of power. I mean, I don't know if they're systemically racist. I don't think they are. I know they are could be systemically abusing their power because, like I said, power is a joy. It's joyful. So they're abusing their power just like everybody else in the institutions, from big tech to government to FBI to everybody's abusing their power. And the police are abusing their power. The guy, you can see he's abusing uh, – what's his name? Uh, Chauvin, right? Yeah, yeah. You can tell the guy's abusing – I mean, he could be racist, but most likely he's just abusing his power. But that fear that they put into, into people, every white guy is a racist, that fear – lays the groundwork for other fear words like homophobic is a way for LGBTQ and if there's any pedophiles in LGBTQ to get into the kids about this transgender because that shouldn't be talked about to kids and I love gay people but when you go after our kids it's a fucking war right yeah leave the kids so alone let's the ki- leave the kids alone and the other problem is mutilation there was one other time they mutilated kids and that was in Germany and again, I'm Israeli. I don't like kids being mutilated because they did that in Germany and somehow we got it justified and that shouldn't happen. And that's another reason I need to step up and I think everybody needs to step up. Get out of your your uh, zone of of what, what, I, what, where I was when I was attacked by the cult, when I was attacked by Hollywood. I was in that free zone. Like, I don't know what to do. Get out of that fear and start being proactive. The whole thing about January 6th is they want you to not resist, not dissent. It's all about the alpha male. If you go to China, there's no alpha males. This whole woke thing is is to get alpha males, to disintegrate alpha males. Because if, if you can get them out, then you'll listen. See, when I was in a cult, we had something, we, we didn't have something called critical thinking. We didn't have a critical thought. Well, they controlled all your thoughts. I didn't have critical thinking. And when I got out, I had critical thinking, and that's made me an alpha male. It's called being, and now they call it conspiracy theory. No, conspiracy theory is actually a good. Christopher Columbus was a conspiracy theorist, right? And he was right. If he didn't, he would he discovered America because of that. Well, they're going to label you with with having conspiracy theories. If you have anything that's against what the the narrative, you know, wants you to believe, and you have an ideal, or you hear a story about something, they immediately, you know. Label you are conspiracy theorists. Exactly. You know, and you're but, a radical. And but a conspiracy a theory guy, is good. Not. It's a good thing. It, that means you're an alpha male. That means you have a critical mind. You got to keep having it. America, don't lose your critical thinking. We're the only country that has that. Everybody else, you're not allowed to speak against the powerful people, against the woke. You can. You have to keep it. They're trying to attack any alpha. The reason they hate Trump, because he's an alpha male and he's getting others to become alpha males. That's why black uh, male blacks like Trump because he's an alpha male. They, they always loved right. him. Howard Stern always loved him. Everybody always loved him on the on the left. But when he got the critical thinking, which means that he's deprogramming everybody, that's why they right. hate well, him. Well, it's also exposing the corruption in the government. You know, it doesn't even have to be far left, far right. Once he started to expose the corruption and just kept going on with that, that's when, like you said, you know, they they strip him of his power. They right. cancel him. They're going to imprison him. And, you know, who, who knows what could right. happen. The fact that they're trying to imprison Trump is not a stain on Trump. It's a stain on them. 
how insane it is. And, and that's one of the reasons we need to like become alpha males again. You know, they're just trying to get our kids to not be alpha males for the critical. Listen, every cult, because I've been in a cult, they don't want you to have critical. They cannot control you if you have a critical mind. So have that critical mind, step up, subscribe to this channel so we <laughs> can help. Subscribe to this channel. And also promote this channel and promote this. Uh, it's important because it's not just about us. It's about it's about the planet. It's about us as per, You know, we're all a big family on this planet. And we're all brothers and sisters, even though it's big. Um, if you really think about it, <laughs> we, we don't talk about space. But in terms of this <laughs> planet, that's how we are. And that's how I think. And that's how uh, we need all our brothers and sisters, whatever race you are, and especially the comedians, to support us and to get the word out. Over and out. Over and out. Subscribe, share it with your friends, and uh, turn those notifications on. Thank you.